0: God and the lightning strike. In his memoir, Love is the Way, Bishop Michael Curry, the presiding bishop of the Episcopal Church, writes of his ministry as rector of St. James Church in Baltimore in the 1990s. And he tells this in his memoirs. On a June night in 1993, Lightning struck the church, setting off a fire that destroyed the landmark building. It was the time when many other churches and residents left the city. The city meaning every intractable problem in America, truly, a reporter came up to Father Curry. You're going to get insurance money, undoubtedly. Will the church consider leaving the city? As the reporter asked his question, the bishop noticed a neighborhood kid named Robbie looking straight at him. Robbie was listening for the rector's answer. The city was where crime was skyrocketing, drugs festering, schools struggling, leave the city and you could leave all those problems behind. But if the church left the city, we'd be leaving Robbie behind. Worse, we'd be taking hope with us. Standing there in the light of that fire, I knew there was no choice. The church is the only society that exists primarily for those who are not its members. We are part of something much greater than ourselves, and we wouldn't and we couldn't leave anyone behind. The problems here were our problems, and we would not look away. The rebuilding took two years. The best years of his time, he says, at St. James. The congregation worshipped in their parish hall. Just four walls, the prayer books, and us, Curry recalls. All our work in the past years had been to strip the church back to its essence. In some strange way, the fire had finished the work for us. Maybe it was an act of God. We no longer needed the dramatic lighting. The room was lit up because we were connected. Connected to the primal source, to the God whom the Bible identifies as love. Everyone in those four walls could feel it, and everyone was in awe. The lightning strike had been an act of nature. The community that was emerging was an act of God, creating in our midst, if just for a while, something resembling the beloved community intended by God for the whole human family, a family of all of God's creation. That memoir almost took my breath away for in truth, it's not the four walls or the beautiful artwork that makes a church, a church, but rather it's the very presence and the power of a spirit of God's love that forms those souls gathered there into a community of faith. A congregation of desperate souls who are able to see beyond their individual selves that they might together create a community of peace and compassion that includes everyone, the vulnerable, the powerless, all the rabbis who feel abandoned in life see, it's the very spirit of God that you and I gather to celebrate here today. The spirit, that Greek word meaning the very breath of God that ignites the ministry of Peter and the company in Jerusalem, that enables the church in Baltimore to find its way after a devastating fire. It's that very same spirit that continues to blow through today's church through you, through me. To give life and direction to our mission and our ministry, to preach the gospel to all and for all, to proclaim forgiveness, reconciliation in God's name to immerse all humanity into the life and the love of God made manifest in Jesus' resurrection. Oddly enough, it was last year on the Feast of Pentecost that we opened the doors for the first time after the closing in March. And a year later, we continue. And the very breath of God continues to animate us and inspire us and motivate us to something new. Who would have thought that last year, every weekend, OLV would have somewhere between 3,000 to 6,000 viewers of our live streaming mass on a weekend. We have people from 37 states who watch us weekly and nine countries that have tapped into this community. Boy, when you talk about a new Pentecost, a new movement of evangelization, who would have thought that the benefit of a pandemic would have been one to make us create something new, to touch the hearts and the lives of people. Oh, that which we began because of a pandemic will never come to an end live streaming on 5 o'clock Mass, 9.30, 11.30 on Sundays. A message, a reflection, released Monday through Friday at noon by either myself or Deacon Rick, will not come to an end. Because... The desire for hope will never come to an end. The passion to proclaim a God of love will never come to an end for me. The desire to welcome all the rabbis and all those who feel alienated and lost and forgotten and abused will never fall out of my grasp or my desire to proclaim that they're loved. And so we celebrate this birth of the church, the birth of you, the birth of me, the birth of God's Spirit working within us. But it's just the beginning. I pray for the day when 10,000 viewers are watching a live stream, when people throughout the whole world wait for hope and believe that they're loved. May we be the church Jesus envisioned us to be.